You are listening to Empower Me with Aerie. Welcome everyone to Empower Me with Aerie show. I am Erica Holmes. I go by Queen Aerie because there is royalty on the inside of each and every one of us. Like the Bible speaks about, it talks about that we are a royal priesthood, a chosen generation, and we have to embrace that because when we know our identity, we therefore know our authority. I'm excited that you all decided to join us today. We're going to be talking about listening. Let us pray. Father, I thank you for the opportunity to come before your people today, that they are blessed, that you begin to uh, speak through me like never before. I ask you that you move mightily within the lives of everyone that is listening. I ask you to work miracles, signs, and wonders so that they can literally become believers even more. Build their faith so that they have a deeper and, and more intimate relationship with you. And use me again mightily in Jesus' name. Amen. Again, thank you so much for tuning in. It is an honor to be on here. I, I just, you know, I don't take it lightly that God has allowed me to be on here to share with you all. And I pray that this message blesses you. So again, we're going to get into this. We're going to be talking about listen, how important it is to listen to what God is saying. And so listening will cause us to get the direction and the instructions that God has for our lives. And, but it all starts with being available to listen. There are, there really is, you think about it, it's kind of funny, but you think about it, there's a reason why we have two ears and one mouth. That speaks volumes. <laughs> I won't get too, too deep into that, but God was trying to show us something. God wants us, he wants to remind us that as we begin to listen to him, we will gain more wisdom, we'll gain more guidance, more clarity on what it is that he's saying for our lives. And understand, when we listen to God and follow his instructions, we will get God results. So I want to uh, just, you know, go into some scripture in James 119. It talks about, it, it mentions understanding this. It says, my brothers and sisters, you must be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to get angry. Again, this is a reminder that there is so much wisdom in our listening. Again, when we listen, we listen to understand, to take in what it is that God is saying during this time. And so I do want to go ahead and get into some more scripture. Um, I know this is going to be good for so many people because God blessed me when I heard this. And of course, the messages that he allows me to release to you guys, I have to partake of them first. And so I want to talk about a, a few different people in the Bible I want to talk about Samuel first. And so we're going to go ahead and go to first uh, Samuel chapter three. And it talks about the call of um, Samuel, the Lord called Samuel. And so we're going to start here in verse one. And it says the boy Samuel ministered before the Lord under Eli. In those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There was not many visions. Verse two, one night, Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak that he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. The lamp of God had not gone out yet. And Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel. Samuel answered, here I am. And he ran to Eli and said, here I am. You called me. 
But Eli said, I did not call you. Go back and lie down. So he went back and he lied down. Again, the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am. You called me? My son, Eli said, I did not call you. Go back and lie down. Verse 7, now Samuel did not yet know the Lord. The word of the Lord had not been yet revealed to him. Verse 8, a third time, the Lord called Samuel. And Samuel got up and went to Eli and said, here I am. You called me. Then Eli realized that the Lord was calling the boy. So Eli told Samuel, go lie down. And if he calls you, say, speak, Lord, your servant is listening. Ooh, that's powerful. That right there speaks volumes. So Samuel went and lied down in his place. <clears throat> Verse 10, <clears throat> excuse me, says the Lord came and stood there calling as the other times, Samuel, Samuel. Then Samuel said, speak, your servant is listening. You guys, this speaks, this speaks uh, so much value in here, <clears throat> and I really want us to grasp this, how God did not leave his side, um, and he kept calling him. He kept calling him to get his attention. God is so lovable. He's so faithful. He's saying, I don't want you to miss me. I have something great for your life, but will you listen to me? I'm not going to give up on you. He didn't give up on Samuel. Samuel kept running to Eli, and I'm going to express and uh, explain some things a little bit later later, but it's pivotal that we are tuned in and we are listening to what God is saying. And so um, verse 11, it talks about, it says, and the Lord said to Samuel, see, I am about to do something in Israel that will make the ears of everyone who listen about it tingle. At that time, I will carry out against Eli everything I spoke against his family from the beginning to the end. For I told him that I will judge his family forever because of the sin he knew about. His sons blasphemed God and he failed to restrain them. Therefore, I swore to the house of Eli, the guilt of Eli's house will never be atoned for by the sacrifice or an offering. And so there's a few things that I want to talk about within this passage of scripture that uh, we just read. Um, number one, Samuel knew his father's voice or Eli. Eli wasn't his bi biological father, but he raised him. And so um, he raised him in the temple, but Samuel knew his voice. And again, the Lord did not stop calling Samuel until he understood that he was being called. Samuel was being chosen by God. He was being elected by God to be used. His purpose was starting to be used. We could just learn so, so much from this. There's so many different directions we can go within this, but I'm going to stick to what I have. And so understanding that um, when, when we read about Samuel, we know that he was raised, you know, the temple, he was raised under Eli. Um, he was number one in the house of God. So he was in position to hear what God was saying. And the, this, this part right here is so powerful. 
it, when we when we began to uh, reread the scripture, and it said that when Samuel's name was called, he immediately answered. There was not a hesitation within his being because he understood that if Eli was calling him, there was something of importance or something that he wanted him to do. And we have to have that same urgency, that same mindset that if God is calling us, guess what? There's something that God wants you to do. And so um, it's so important that we spend time with God so that when he calls us, we know we know who it is. We know definitely that's the voice of my father. That voice is familiar, you know, and so it's not a voice of a stranger and we miss what he's saying and miss an opportunity or delay something that God wants to do for our lives. And so no matter how many times, I love this too, no matter how many times Samuel's name was called, he kept getting up. He kept getting up. It could have been 20 times within the night. He was going to keep getting up because as long as a familiar voice, the voice of, we could say, his father, the voice of his shepherd, the voice of one who was training him, was calling him, he was going to continue to come to see what it was that he uh, that he needed. And so um, understanding that Samuel, when he was being raised, he was being prepared to take action. He was being trained for well, what was to come after listening to God, which we just read about in the scripture, it talks about how God gave Samuel his first prophetic word. He gave him his first word. And it was against Eli. He didn't want to, you know, to release it to Eli. He was afraid, but Eli understood that God was talking to him and he had to release it. But what's powerful is that literally he was called to be a prophet. He was called his, his, his purpose. Literally he was being catapulted for purpose, but it happened with him being obedient or with him responding to his um, his name being called. And so no matter what God is saying to us, no matter what God is um, is having us release or, or having us do, we have to be willing to do it. You know, it talks about Samuel. Again, he, he was afraid. He didn't want to release the word, but he did it because God needed him to release something throughout the land for manifestation to occur. Listen, the Bible talks about that God releases things to his prophets first. And so there is power in our mouth. There is power in our with, within our voice. And we got to be willing to put life or to put legs on what God is saying in order to see that manifestation. The Bible talked about also within that chapter, it was uh, the latter part of it. We didn't read that, but it talked about about how God did not allow anything, any word that he gave Samuel to speak to fall to the ground. Everything that he spoke came to pass. And so um, this is very, very powerful. Again, we're talking about the importance of listening. We're talking about literally how God does not make a mistake when he speaks to you. When God chooses you, is not by accident. He knows what he is doing. We have to have that same mindset that Samuel did and say, God, if you're calling me, guess what? I'm going to be used. I have been reared. I have been prepared for now. And I'm not going to back up. I'm not going to say no, but I'm going to say, your servant is listening. Here I am. How many people out there are going to say, here I am? That is what God is asking for. God is calling out the remnant, but will the remnant respond? 
The Bible talks about for the laborers are few. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Remnant, it's time for you to wake up. And so again, as we listen, manifestations of what we've been waiting on or purpose is now being revealed. I want to remind you when God is speaking to you, guess what? You are in the right place at the right time for God to use you. Listen to what he is saying and take action. And so again, we've seen that Samuel was in the right place at the right time. And so I want to next go to two more people in the Bible, powerful people in the Bible. Um, I want to talk about Mary, mother, the mother of Jesus right now. I'm going to read this and then we're going to delve in a little bit more. Again, remember, we're talking about listening, the importance of listening. So in Luke chapter one, verse 26 through, um, we're going to skip around and go here and there between 38. It talks about the, the birth of Jesus foretold. And so it says in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth in um, a town in Galilee to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, that he was, which was a descendant of David. That's important. Um, the virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, greetings. You are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting might this be. But the angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. Again, she's listening. You will conceive and give birth to a son and you are to call him Jesus. He will be great and he will be called the son of the most high. Then the Lord will give him the throne of his father, David, and he will reign over Jacob's descendants forever. His kingdom will never end. And how will this be, Mary asked the angel, since I'm a virgin? Then the angel answered, the Holy Spirit will come on you and the power of the most high will overshadow you. So the Holy One will be born um, so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old old age, and she whom was said to be unable to conceive is in her sixth month. For no word from God will ever fail. That's powerful, you guys. Listen to that. For no word from God will ever fail. This is powerful. And then it says, I am the Lord's servant. This is Mary's response. I am the Lord's servant, Mary answered. May your word to me be fulfilled. Then the angel left her. Listen, and I want to, before we go more into that, I want to read this version um, about Joseph. This is imperative. This is all talking about listening and the manifestation, the importance of listening. Matthew chapter 1, verse 18 through 25, it says, Joseph accepts Jesus as his son. Woof, that's powerful. Uh, verse 18, it says, This is how the birth of Jesus, the Messiah, came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law and yet did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. That's powerful, you guys. And then the next verse says, but after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David. 
Ooh, this is powerful. Do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son and you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord has said through the prophet. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. Again, I want to read that. You guys listen. He listened. Verse 24 says, when Joseph woke up, he did what the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took Mary home as his wife. But he did not consummate their marriage until she gave birth to her son and he gave him the name Jesus. Listen, all of this is so powerful. It is power packed because we understand now today the importance or how vital it was for Joseph to listen and obey, how vital it was for Mary to listen and obey, how vital it was for Samuel to listen and obey. Mary listened to what the angel of the Lord spoke to her, and then guess what? She had Jesus. She had our great, wonderful Savior that died for you and I, that allowed me to be sitting here today redeemed and restored because of his sacrifice. How powerful is that? If Mary had, would have gone back and forth with the angel, who knows how this would have turned out? And again, Joseph listened to the voice of the Lord, a voice of the angel, which came from the Lord from within his dream and married. And he began to marry Mary, even though um, she was pregnant. And understand this, he was a descendant of David, and the prophets spoke about how Jesus was going to come from that lineage. And so it was. It even said, see, uh, I've heard this story before, but a lot of people, I have not heard them talk about how Joseph was considering divorcing Mary, but, um, you know, due to her being pregnant, but he listened to God, and we have to do that same thing. We have to begin to allow God's voice to over or to um, outweigh or to overrule anybody else's voice and look today what Jesus has done for our lives. Again, if you pay attention to the scriptures that we just read, both Samuel and Mary and Joseph listened and obeyed. And guess what? They ate the fruit of that manifestation. And so um, even if it, and you know, I'm not saying that, you know, we hear certain things that God is saying that it's always easy. No, there's going to be times where, you know, thoughts are going to be conflicting, you know, uh, you, your voice and the enemy's thoughts or whatever may be trying to come in. But we have to understand that even if we don't understand it all, we have to be willing to listen because something powerful is going to come out of our obedience. If God gives us direction, it's going to lead us to victory. You guys, I'm going to repeat that if God is giving us direction, guess what? It's going to lead us to victory. Something amazing will come out of this. You know, we have to be willing, again, to go forth regardless of what people think. This is a reminder. It, it just reiterates. Joseph, even though he followed the law, he was a man of stature. You know, his wife was pregnant. He hadn't even been with her. But guess what? He chose to trust God. And, he, and even though 
People, I'm sure people mocked him. They probably said, you know, you don't even have a faithful wife. You're going to marry her. Whatever they said, he made sure, which we have to make sure, that we cover our ear gate. You know, we cover our eye gate. We make sure that we are being open to what it, what God is saying to receive what God wants us to say. And this reminds me, um, at, you know, just a kind of a, a testimony of of kind of what of what God had told me and showed me. And so uh, over a year ago, over a year ago now, maybe about a year and a half almost, um, God had began to to tell me, get on, uh, get on your video and, and do your Zoom and begin to release the word of God. And I'm like, Okay, and before you know, I'm used to, to ministering. Um, you know, ministering whenever I'm called, uh, in you know, in a church or wherever, whatever capacity capacity it, it is, and on podcasts, I'm used to doing that. And so God had um, uh, around that time, He actually had me start the podcast. But I was used to conversing with people, being in leadership. And so I said, "You want me to do what?" And so. Even though I didn't understand, I I got on there and I called it Sunday Manna. And I began to, every Sunday, he said, every Sunday at 3 o'clock, I want you to get on here on Sunday. I will, go to, I will go to my service, listen to my pastor. And then God said, release what word I give you. Sometimes I didn't hear exactly what it was until that day or until later uh, the night before. But what, and I'm standing here or sitting here as a testimony to let you know that God will prepare you for what is to come. Those moments and times of me being obedient, regardless of if it was just me on there or a few people on there, it prepared me for now. It prepared me to literally be able to talk and to um, release the messages to you guys. It prepared me not only for that, but I didn't know a year and a half ago, specifically every detail about the pandemic, about what was going to happen within this earth. I had no idea to every detail that there were going to be majority of the churches online. But God, it was saying, I need you to prepare. I need you to know how to work this equipment. I need you to really be um, have the tools that you need to proceed within this time. And so I was obedient. And guess what? Look what happened. <laughs> and so it is just a manifest. It's just a, um, you know, it's just a testimony. It's a testament that when we hear God, we have to respond. When we hear God, we have to be obedient because God is not wasting his breath just to, just to tell us anything. There is something he is preparing us for. There is something greater that God wants to pull from the inside out of us. But are we willing to listen? Are we willing to listen when it doesn't make sense? All three of those people, again, they feared God over man. And I'm not going to lie. It took me a while to get to that point, even though I, I you know, I know God is all powerful. Sometimes we get in this uh, this posture of people pleasing and saying, you know, I'm going to go ahead. And if, if the you know, this person tells me to do that and I hear God tell me something else, uh, ju I'll just just to keep peace. You know, I'll do what they told me, but I had to grow out of that because I had to understand that my obedience, literally, I'm going to be charged for my obedience and what I do. And I had to under understand that when God is sharing something with me, there's literally doors that are that could open within that moment. There's things that could happen within that time. So your obedience is imperative. Your obedience is necessary when God speak. And so um, all three of those people, they know 
knew God was real and they followed his plan. And you better believe they had a relationship. As far as we know, Samuel said he, he didn't know of, you know, the full relationship with God at that moment, but he knew of the relationship with him and Eli. He knew of the importance of being obedient. And so they all had some type of relationship with that, um, with that, with that leadership with God. And so we have to begin to have that relationship so that we can be tuned into what God is saying, because you know, you have no idea how your yes today is going to affect not only you, but others in the future. You, you guys have to understand that your yes is not only for you, but it is for the people that you are going to help. Literally your yes your yes could literally cause you to open up a door to bring generational wealth. Your yes could open up a door to cause many people to be healed, delivered, set free. You're, you, you have no idea what your yes is going to do for your life. So be willing to give God the yes and listen to what he's saying and release exactly what it is that he is asking you to release. And so I want to also, um, you know, share this within this time as well about, you know, just me... I guess just more so listening when I wasn't living a pleasing life to God. And so before I had, I, I actually started in ministry really young. I started in ministry really young, but from being sexually abused, I kind of began to uh, live a lifestyle that, that was not pleasing to God. And I had to make up in my mind that I was going to listen to his voice because I would feel the tug and I would literally be out partying and then come out praying of wherever I was. I would come out of the club praying. I would be driving, praying after doing whatever, because I knew that God was calling me, but I, it, all God wanted me to do was listen. And so I began to give God my yes and he totally transformed my life. He began to love on me um, like never before and began to embrace me and I began to live a fulfilled life. But guess what? It didn't happen without my yes. It didn't happen without me saying, God, I'm going to listen to what it is that you are saying. And even though I was afraid initially to let everything go, because I honestly thought I'm going to miss this and I'm going to miss that. But no, I don't miss it. And there's nothing much more fulfilling than walking in your purpose. There's nothing more fulfilling than literally being able to encourage somebody or do what he's telling you to do and then you see the manifestation of what it is that he says that you can have and so again I want to remind you that this life is bigger than you it is about helping someone else and Jesus reminded us of that within his ministry as he spoke about in John 12 uh, 49 he talked about that he said he does not speak of himself but of the father that sent him that gave him the commandment of what he should speak in order for God to speak in order for excuse me for Jesus to speak what did he have to do he had to listen and we see all the miraculous things that happened when Jesus was on this on the scene but it happened with him listening and being obedient and I believe and I know without a shadow of doubt that Jesus was the greatest example for us today. And um, he was trying to show us, he's trying to be a great example so that we could follow suit so that we will not be confused and that we could be in alignment with what God is saying. And so I want to ask you, how many times have you felt a nudge and you knew it was God and you obeyed and then something wonderful happened? But how many times did you feel that same nudge and you didn't obey and look what happened. Delay happened. Listening is, is very critical, especially within this time. And you guys, regardless of what we have going on, we have to take the time to, um, to tune into what God is saying, to be in the right place at the right time and position 
for God to use us like never before. And so I uh, just pray that this message bless you. Understand that listening is going to bring you clarity, is going to bring you peace, is going to bring you to the next level of where you're supposed to be. So be willing to yield and listen. And for those who want to enter into the family of God, just repeat this prayer and you can jump on in. God in heaven, I thank you for loving me. Thank you so much for sending your only begotten son to die for me. I ask you now to forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart. Make me new. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord and I believe in my heart that you raised him up from the dead. I accept you, Jesus, as my Lord and personal Savior. I'm ready to live my life for you. I ask you for your Holy Spirit so that I can continually be led in all truth. In Jesus' name, amen. You guys stay connected with me at www. The preceding program was brought to you by the Holy Spirit Broadcasting Network, HSBN. Empower me with airy.